0: As the UK emerges from the recession, food and drink manufacturers could be excused for planning investment in their businesses. However, the looming supermarket price wars shows the recession might not have finished biting yet, according to Sean Roberts, senior partner at the European Food and Farming Partnerships. I'm Lawrence Gibbons for Food Manufacture and I'm joined by Sean now to dig a little deeper. We're at an interesting juncture
1: in the development of the economy and the food industry post-recession. The recession that we started in 2008 and that we're currently recovering from was an extremely deep recession. It was basically one of the deepest and certainly the longest in the past century in terms of how quickly it's taken us to recover or how long it's taken us to recover from it. If you look at the last recession in the early 1990s, six years after the start of that recession, the economy was 15% bigger. If you look at this recession, six years after the start of it, the economy hasn't even recovered yet back to where we were in 2008. And what's really positive and what you've been picking up in the papers is that there's some really positive signs and that growth has returned and so we are heading back in the right direction, which is really good news. Um, If you look at the food industry though, it does throw some interesting things up. Compared to some sectors, food manufacturing and food more broadly has had what you might all a good recession in as much that demand for food is much more inelastic than for construction say. So the construction industry got hit really badly but food much less so. So in that sense we've had a good recession. In the other sense particularly at the retail end of the food market you've had a sort of mixture going on over the last five or six years where at some stages there's been growth, growth in volumes when things have been going a bit better and at quite a few stages you've had quite a lot of top-line growth in terms of price and a combination of those two things have meant that over the last five or six years at the retail end of the market there has been
0: top-line growth quite a lot of that time. So what impact is the recession showing on the market
1: today? We're just getting to a place at the moment where a combination of things are coming together. One, volumes have been declining in many parts of the food industry for the last couple of years, which is not something we're used to in the UK. What's happening at the same time now is that food prices and inflation in food prices has also fallen back. When you've got no growth in either of those things, and in fact one of them might be falling, you end up with a situation where it's very difficult to deliver sales growth at the retail to the market and I think we're getting to a place now that we haven't really been in the last five or six years and what that's been reflected in since Christmas really are some of the things that we've seen happen and the reactions we've seen happen with retailers. Um, Discussion around whether key retailers, Tesco's and others are going to maintain margins, historical margins that they've stuck to in the past. And then more recently, Morrison's stating that looking forward into next year, their level of profitability, once they've reinvested significantly into sort of driving sales by lowering prices, is going to be a lot lower, maybe only a third of what it was a couple of years ago. So they've been right in the headlines. But even Sainsbury's, which is sort of the golden boy of the sector at the moment, in a sense, just coming out recently with decline in sales. At that end of the market, it is really tough. What they're trying to think about is, well, if there's no growth overall in the sector, where is it going to come from? Obviously the discounters have been growing and at the very top end, the likes of Waitrose have been growing. What strategies can they adopt that's going to sort of try and offset that? It's something that's happening now, it's going to be big news this year. What it shouldn't do though, is cloud the longer term perspective around the food industry. And while there is going to be probably quite a lot of pressure because of those dynamics within the food sector, longer term, globally, population is growing significantly. Countries like China, for instance, we're concerned because they're going to grow at 7.5% instead of the historical 10%. Those sorts of underlying trends and growth in population in this country all mean that longer term demand for food is going to continue up. There's quite a real positive story to tell around food manufacturing and the food market in the longer term. What people have got to do is balance up those short term pressures against also thinking there are you know, big long term trends going on here.
0: Is there danger things could get worse before we see a full recovery from the recession? If what
1: happens is that there's a domino effect and that all the retailers start scrapping with each other to try and grow sales and to invest into cutting prices for shoppers, undoubtedly some of that is going to get passed back down the chain and that is going to deliver a lot of pressure. I don't think we quite know yet though how it is going to play out because at the end of the day it's a bit of a no-win game because if you haven't got sales growth, because households are still feeling the pinch, and if you haven't got, for the moment, food inflation, if there's a massive slugging match between them, who actually wins at the end of the day? The one thing we'll know that will happen is that profits across the board will decline in the retail sector. Sean, thank you very much.
0: It was Sean Roberts with me, Lawrence Gibbons, for Food Manufacture.